Hello, great transition world. Hello, Asaf. Chris, yes. this is Hello. fun and uh, interesting. I see you in the chat already. He says he's going to make sure that everyone behaves nicely over there. So thank you for that, Chris. <laughs> All right. Chris is there too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Uh, oh, Chris, it feels lonely here without you. <laughs> it's um, true. It's true. There is all right, everyone. You, you know what we're doing here. This is the great transition. We are students of the Kabbalist Rav Lightman, and we are looking at what's going on in the world through that unique perspective of the wisdom of Kabbalah. And there is so much going on in the world. We started this show back when COVID began, and we've been with you, and we will continue as we go. It's called The Last Generation, actually, the, the last generation of our, the end of our corporeal development, the beginning of our full-on spiritual development for all of humanity. So when a person comes to this wisdom, this wisdom of Kabbalah, and he wants to understand the secrets of life, the secrets of the universe, the world, that elusive unified force that Einstein and everybody else has been looking for that connects everything in reality. And we sit with the books, we find these books and we find a real teacher and some of the fundamental laws of reality that were in front of our face, in front of our eyes the whole time, they start to come into focus. But it's kind of like I had grease on my glasses because I understood life before. It's, um, I understood life, I understood family, I understood certain things, but something didn't match. It'd be like um, it'd be like if um, someone were to like hit you in the face and then tell you they were a vessel of love. It's like there's something there that <laughs> seems like it uh, that there's some like mismatch, right? So when we come to the when we come to the wisdom of Kabbalah, uh, we discover that all of reality, everything that we perceive. And it actually feels, once we hear it and start to learn it, it, it makes sense. And it was there all along, but we didn't actually get it because there were so many philosophies and what every school teacher has their own opinion and everything. But we discover that all of reality, everything that we're perceiving, from the inanimate to the vegetative to the animal kingdom to our degree, we call, we'll call us the uh, speaking creatures, it's all made of the exact same substance. That substance is a desire to receive pleasure, a desire to receive. That's where the word Kabbalah comes from, from receive. The only difference is the quality of that desire. Thank God it's uh, finally spring here. It's actually 70 Fahrenheit today. It was like 20 a few days ago. It's a very weird weather, but it's finally spring-ish here. And we have a little uh, black and white striped bird outside my door with like a red head and some kind of Aww. yellowish stripe. It's it's beautiful. Cool. So really the, the difference the difference between that creature and me is the quality of the desire. That creature is, is content to eat little, you know, buds that are blooming and, and little bugs. And of course I'm not, that wouldn't be enough for me. I have bigger desire, but at the end, every creature is just the quality of the desire. That's what distinguishes that. So on the one extreme, there's a force um, for the sake of our show now. Well, let's just call it the life of lives. There's some force that animates all life, everything from the atom. We even would call that somehow alive. I don't know, but there's some force of life, some force of movement inside of everything. We'll call that the life of lives all the way on one extreme. All the way on the other uh, extreme is a receiving force, right? There's me, there's the dog, there's the bird and all the way down to the atoms, but it's just a receiving force. So every phenomenon in the world, every phenomenon in reality 
comes through a combination of these forces. Nothing comes just linearly. Everything is day, night, filling and empty. Even to the smallest thing that happens in a cell, everything in our universe comes from these two opposite forces. From the side of the light of lives, there's no vessel, there's no emptiness. It's, it's like air. In order to receive something, there needs to be a vacant, there needs to be a, an emptiness. And from that emptiness, and then some filling, then we begin to feel this is how we distinguish between light and darkness from there. Even uh, love and, and fear, for example. Without a sensation, if I didn't care at all, everybody, just imagine for a second somebody you love. Okay? I'll give you two seconds to think of somebody you care about. Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you didn't feel fear at all about losing that person, God forbid, or something happening, God forbid, to that person, there's no such thing as love. The more you love something, the more you would fear something happening to it or losing it. Doesn't mean you have to go around all day in a neurotic state, mm -hmm. but love and fear come together. It's everything in our reality is like that. And that comes from that spiritual root of light. And darkness. You know, th that's that's just something. There's, uh, this is something very different to something that a lot of people um, might. Th there's there's a common kind of uh, statement that people sometimes use that everything's a choice between fear and love, and mm. there's something to it. There's something to it, but it's it's exactly it's exactly not. It's not that we're supposed to. Uh, you know, choose love and eliminate fear. We're supposed to have both and build love on top of fear. So there's a, it's a, it's a bit, reality is more, um, is more complicated than being one dimensional. Anyway, just go ahead. Yeah. Um, this love and fear thing is, is interesting. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm proud as my great friend, you didn't fall for the uh, Will Smith bait that I threw out there. I thought for sure you were going to maybe say something about it. I, I mean, our show does deal with things in the news. I think it's our obligation well, at least to say there, a word about it. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we promised and we will, um, you know, deal with. We have a list of a, a lot of questions and and uh, ideas. Uh, from uh, our viewers that uh, that we said we'll get into and we will uh but um i think some also just recently uh also wanted us to uh to hear what we think about that so because i guess it's all over the place uh did, so did yeah Leo, sure let's did, let's did take a few minutes to talk, talk about, about it or that. deal with it anywhere else on the channel not yet i think not yet there wasn't any uh so yeah, it wasn't it. There wasn't a meeting of the elder, a council of the elders, to discuss <laughs> who was going to handle this very important news story. You know, very uh, important. It's 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 ridiculous that that uh, you know some of our friends are in Russia and in the Ukraine and we have right. friends around the world who are dealing with all kinds of things. But this is consuming our news cycle right now. It's um, that is you know what that is maybe the most the most insane thing about it that this. No, the, the, that that is an insane part about it, but there is I don't know it's something very very and even though like okay gun violence is worse and starvation is worse there is something fascinating about 
the kind of pinnacle of American culture mm. and this thing happening inside of it. Um, and there, there definitely is, it's not worthy. It's not on the same level of all the other problems, but I think it points to something. It does. It does. It's culturally interesting. What? Um, yeah, I'm just saying it does. It's interesting. It's interesting culturally, sociologically. Uh, and because of that, spiritually as well, it is interesting. Yeah. Um, so I see uh, David Mancini's here with us. He's asking where Chris is. So uh, just so everyone knows, Chris had to deal with a uh, situation in the family. We announced it on, um, on the in the invite for this show, which was on YouTube earlier in the week. But he's there in the chat somewhere. So Chris... Uh, hold hold the ground over there. Yeah, say hi. Um, there's a situation now where uh, someone who has been appointed or is is um, has been nominated to be a Supreme Court justice in the United States was asked a question. She went before Congress and they asked her, like, can you define a woman? She was unable to define what she said. No, I'm not a biologist. I can't define what a woman is. Uh, and then there's this situation with Will Smith where you know he hits someone in the face and then sta- gets a standing ovation when he says, I'm a vessel of love. So that, to me, that's one of the more uh, fascinating kind of things to see before my eyes, to, to notice how this whole v- desire of humanity is mm. evolving, that we're coming to this state where even the things that we see before our faces, uh, we're calling it like opposite of what we would normally think it is. There's something that's happening in humanity now in um, in our culture where, um, like right before our eyes, um, we're calling something. Kind of, our eyes see one thing, but we're we're being told to name it something else, and uh, that's really interesting to me. Hmm. Well, you know, for <laughs> the funny thing is, in a case like this, first of all. In terms of this whole, um, like, we live in, in, in a kind of a culture where what happened now, a lot of people have a lot to gain from it. You know, everyone uh, gains from it, if you, if you think about it. I mean, it's, it's very bizarre and interesting and, and um, uh, delusional that after the guy assaults the the host he sits down stays in the in the event and then a few minutes later gets an award and gets a standing ovation uh but there there is there's there's this whole i don't know what it is virtue signaling um the the, the kind of dynamic that we live in is such that everyone now can can gain something you know from from this thing that that happened. I heard the tickets for I heard the tickets for Chris Rock's show went from like forty dollars to four hundred dollars for his stand up <laughs> show. You see, that's I mean that's one aspect of it, um, and you know, and now everyone will say, oh, he shouldn't have, he should have, you know, this or that. Everyone can kind of like uh, criticize it. Uh, you know, he can come and he already did, I think, right? Like maybe publish some sort of a sorry letter uh, apology. Uh, on 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 his social media or something, you know, 
uh chris rock came out as like the bigger guy you know who just kind of ate it and didn't make a scene and kind of you know everyone every, and now different actors can can voice their 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 you know their perspective on what happened this whole it's just it's a it's a charade on a charade you know what i mean like the there's i know what you mean it's just exactly um but what i what i find interesting is that what we're seeing from this incident is that ultimately we are dealing with the same forces of nature everywhere that is what's becoming so clear i mean take this guy right like will smith who is kind of a symbol of the you know friendship and love maybe you know he's a, a kindness you know he's all about he's he's kind of an icon of like one of the good guys right one of the good guys uh you know um 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 what is it inspires people motivates people you know what i mean like a like a great guy kind of thing and then you see that in a second in a second it doesn't take more than one little joke uh in in some sort of a into some sort of a relationship that he's in and the guy flips and the guy flips and all of a sudden becomes violent in front of the world in public you know so what does that tell you i'm not judging anyone here i'm 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 not, I'm not interested in judging any one of these these people uh, you know um but what you see is that when the ego takes over the person it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what you represent it doesn't matter how many and i'm sure he has like a bunch of uh you know uh, um um trainers probably who train him on like anger management and and he knows what it what it means to be in public and how to how to act and how to like and what you see when when something when that force overpowers the person it's done there is no person there that's it it's like like a bomb's go, bomb goes off and that's it it just explodes and that is a good uh putting a, it puts a good mirror in the face of everyone um who who thinks highly of people you know what i mean this is what this is something interesting uh Sli- slightly it, slanted it, you know since we are yeah. on a q and a Q&A show here today and we do have questions actually i have some lined up here yes yes from, yes uh, we will and we, we to, but slightly slanted yeah. asks mm-hmm. here uh why are we giving this story any foothold now and uh i, I think ss2 or sss4 uh the the reason <laughs> is it's a ref- like a soft saying it's a reflection of humanity that it's it's really showing us what we're coming to uh, it's worthwhile not to dwell on this story at all not that we care about uh, this the details of how and all these things but it's worthwhile for us to see the we are that desire to receive right that's how we opened the show discussing that all of reality is this desire to receive if you take a lion and you feed him and he's totally satiated you can dance in front of him and he doesn't care but if you get him at the moment where the desire inside of him for food grows he will eat you if you dance in front of him so with a human we have that similar mechanism bypasses the brain completely if that desire is awakened it goes right past the brain 
and makes a person do something. I mean, what happened in World War II in Germany was not unique to Germany at all. There's nothing, something about the German people. No, there's something about humanity that humanity can flip in a minute. And that's what we're coming to. Now, it can't, this phenomenon inside of humanity, it's actually made by nature to be like that. But there's some responsibility that we have in order to, what it means is we don't have to actually fix everything. All we have to do is have it, is care about things being uh, uh, good and, and, and inspire the emotion inside of everyone and all of humanity will be able to turn towards good. That's what's interesting about the story is that we show that doesn't matter how you can have the best training in the world, you can have the best coaches in the world, you can have the best career in the world, you can have all the money you want in the world, but inside you are a desire to receive that is completely controlled just like any other creature. I, I, I Let's not linger in it more. Um, I'll just say one thing that... Um, from from a Kabbalah's from Kabbalah's perspective, there's no difference really between people. Now, this this if you really take all the way what I'm saying right now, this is very controversial. So I won't, and you'll uh, do the math for yourself and and see what it means. <laughs> um, yeah, let's leave it at that. Good with that. All right. So okay. So mm -hmm. we had. Chris, uh, Asaf, and I uh, spent this week going through the last, I think, six shows and looking for questions and comments. Um, we pulled out a couple of them. There was um, Patricia, one of our good friends here, Jay-Z Mantra, and Debbie, all had, and Maggie Petty also, all had different uh, questions around the same, and Liliana, all had questions around the same kind of um, topic. Uh, are we, it's kind of about perception of reality. I feel uh, we're, resp we're responsible for raising human consciousness. I'm impatient with myself for not seeing the change I want outside on a global scale. Meaning what's the difference between this inside, my inside perception and my outside perception? If Jay-Z Mantra said, if the perfect state exists already, so, you know, if everything is already perfect, so all I need to do is just change my perception. Um, Patricia said, are we fighting our, uh, we are really fighting our own evil inclination, but we see it in other people. Um, you know, so if someone comes to punch you in the face or slap you in the face, you know, you just slow down, matrix style, and think it's just me who's coming to slap me in the face. I just need, you know, someone comes to kill you. You just say, it's just me coming to kill me. No, of course not. We also uh, live in this reality. But what is... So Patricia and, and to everyone else who asked these questions, who want to know about this, because the wisdom of Kabbalah comes with this bold statement that the only reality is, is uh, inside of me. So how do I manage that? How do I deal with that? So you have to keep, you have to turn the page. You know, that's what it says maybe on page one, but that's not the whole book. Or maybe that is the whole book, but you know, I mean, the whole book is just that everything is love, but that's not a method. That's actually a unique point there. This is a method. It's not just a slogan, right? There's a lot of slogan, like it's all love, but you need a method in order to bring that into humanity. So what is spirit, the spiritual desire? Where is it? How do I get there? Do I save trees? Do I go out and save the whales? Do I raise money to uh, send to Ukraine? Where is the spiritual action 
versus this other process called uh, correcting the world. Where do I correct myself to see that reality is perfect versus uh, correcting the world? And that is uh, that takes some time. But let's let's leave that as the answer for this question for now. That change your question to. Uh, instead of, okay, all of reality is inside of me, so I just need to do something. No, just start to think, Jay-Z mantra, start to think, where is that place inside of me? Where do I find the place where I make that switch? Start to search for where that can happen. Let's leave that and let that cook for a little while. Maybe uh, just Mustafa, let me just another aspect that I that I saw in this. Again, as you said, there are a bunch of uh, a bunch of people brought that up in one way or another. I think one aspect of what uh, what our friends are are kind of like debating about and, and, and contemplating is we're um, we are working within ourselves. Everyone who's uh, um, regularly following uh, this podcast is probably in one way or another within their minds, in their hearts, working towards this ideal of connection, right? On the one hand. And on the other hand, there's this external world outside of us and all kinds of things happen, such as war, such as um, such as uh, actors slapping other other actors on stage. How do we balance like our inner work or what do we expect? I think, I think that's one of the aspects of this. How, what should we expect to see on the outside um, due to our following our inner work? Um, I think that is something that people, people want to know about. And maybe in, in this respect, we should we are dealing here with a system. We are all one network, one system, all of humanity. And we do not know exactly how that system operates. We just know that it is gradually evolving towards more and more conscious connection. And the faster we embrace that, the faster the human family embraces this connection that is gradually rising to the surface, the less it's going to feel as suffering, as problems, as violence, as war. And so that's where your inner work contributes to the world. Now, so that means that every single person, it's an integrated system. It's all one thing. Every little element influences all the other elements. That's the meaning of an interdependent integrated system, integral system. It's whole, right? So every little inner shift of attitude towards connection where nature wants to take us is definitely helping the system. Your inner work is doing uh, is doing is giving a contribution to the system and shifting the world to the scale of merit, so to speak. Less suffering will be needed to drive human consciousness to its destination, which is ultimate connection, because you're doing your inner work now. But how it appears in the outside world still has to do with everyone else in the system and where the system is going right now. So we can't directly uh, look for and uh, you know an external um, um, response to what we're doing on the outside 
we should definitely hope for it though and there's a yeah mm -hmm. uh little babies put all kinds of things in their mouth and by this they develop their immune system if you took a child who was born and left them in a bubble and then as they got older you let them out of the bubble they would get sick from everything mm. so david man david i think that this has been a confusion for a while and i think uh it's really important point you know if someone is attacking you we don't say that that's good in the wisdom of Kabbalah. It's not good. If someone is uh, smacking you in the David said, do we need to see the slap is good? No, it's not good. Now, from the spiritual level, there is nothing bad. But we are also, we're dealing, we're in this world. You have eyes. You see something hurtful. Let's not call that good. It depends on how you're looking at it. Now, if you took a baby and you say, is it good that the baby is putting that toy that was on the floor in his mouth? You know, is it good that he's putting germs in his mouth? might not be great that there's going to be germs in the baby's mouth, but through that process, it's a simple corporeal process, through that process, the baby develops the immunity to be able to become a healthy adult. So remember what we said at the beginning of the show. All of reality is comes in these waves, good, bad, light, dark, up, down, in, out, love, uh, hate, all of reality is the movement between these two huge extremes called light and darkness. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, so this one's for you. This was about, this was from okay. Meta Soundworks. I think okay. this may have been last week. Uh, globalism ain't synonym for allocentrism. Mm -hmm. Understanding versus understanding. Choose your words wisely. It's not really a question, it's more of a comment. Choose your words wisely. Looking forward to the next undistracted episode. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, I, 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 there was, <laughs> there were a couple of uh, of comments. Um, you know, kind of like trying to understand where we stand or where Kabbalah stands on collectivism versus individualism, allocentrism versus egocentrism. You know, just and, defi define allocentrism. Yeah. Well, allocentrism. Um, um, the the way I remember it from uh, you know from university actually my my master's degree is in sociology and communication so I dealt a lot with uh, you know art essays the the academic literature on uh, on these concepts but essentially allocentrism is 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 like the 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 tendency towards the individual the tendency that the individual has towards collectivism right um, so, something like that. Um, and so it's a certain dimension of collectivism in the culture. And it, it just comes down without all of these terms from sociology, it just comes down to what are you guys saying? And what are the, what are the Kabbalists saying that we need to be collectivists or that we need, that we need to like eliminate individualism that we need to, you know, cause we always talk about the, the standard, like the gold standard that we talk about. Uh, in terms of where humanity needs to go is an ideal of connection. So is that what we're talking we're talking about? Eliminating the self, becoming a collectivist society. So no, <clears throat> Kabbalah is not um, is not um, is not advocating collectivism, nor is it advocating individualism. What Kabbalah ad advocates is that we will find a way. To, it's not this or that, but we will find a way 
where a person's ego, meaning our natural born default mode of being, where we are becoming gradually more individualistic as creatures, that, that ego drive that makes us more and more individualistic, that needs to find a new way to express itself for the benefit of the entire system, to contribute to the, to the entire system. And then what you get is not an individualistic society or a collectivist society. What you get is a society that, that strives towards wholeness and harmony, where differences, individual traits, individual egos, if you will, um, uh, unique traits and properties that each individual has, they come to a completion. They find a way to, um, to express themselves for the whole. How can that happen? How can that, it sounds utopian and unrealistic and to- totally impossible. And that's true. It is not possible within the confines of the material world. This whole reality within time-space that we experience is not where this happens. This reality was designed for us to gradually elevate it and rise to a whole new perception of reality where we experience each other as an, an integral system where every... Asaf, in- hold on, let- yeah. Oh, yeah, I, go you know what, I saw a bunch of comments about me cutting you off and now I... Now I- go for it just just go for it now i see why but i I want you to open this up though i want you to keep going uh but i want to bring in something that uh seraphim wrote uh seth is not being very charitable by the way nobody had any criticism about you only about me in the chats that was (laughs) that was warm and fuzzy no Um, i I think i'm not being very charitable (laughs) many of those systems are as powerful and effective as the wisdom of kabbalah um, and I can name a dozen systems. So you said that the, the solution that we're talking about does not happen in this world. That it's, it is impossible mm, for us to be it's individuals. It's impossible. And with, to, okay. Get, so what is, the, what is unique about the wisdom of Kabbalah that is different from other methods evolving in our perception, to how this would happen? Evolving our perception of reality. As human beings, we are creatures. Don't, don't other don't doesn't meditation don't other systems deal with perception of reality? Wait, so we're talking about out of the other systems now. The the um, first of all, so let's clarify. So that's another thing to clarify. Hopefully, the previous thing was clarified. I don't know. Maybe I was, no, I was I want speaking you to, I want too you to long. Tie, I, I didn't want to leave it. To tie these to things together. Tie together. Uh, okay, it's kind of a different thing though. But but okay. In my um, mind, everything's connected. It's hard to. <laughs> we'll try, and uh, I guess the friends in the chat will tell us if uh, if we're clear enough. Um, um, yeah, it's important. M- maybe in regards to Seraphim's comment, let's just kind of reflect it a little bit. Okay, so um, sometimes maybe it sounds like we are ruling out other methods, or we are you know, uh, not really appreciative of other systems that uh, um, methods, people who promote ideas about spirituality, about global connection. Um, and I think, first of all, we can just say that's that's not, not, not true and not the approach of the wisdom of Kabbalah. In fact, there is a, there's a, um, a famous Kabbalistic maxim 
that says that's in Hebrew it means uh, there's there there can be many paths that lead to the source and that is fine um, are are there other methods and uh, techniques or you know people who uh, who felt uh, close to spirituality something of of the spiritual nature of the world uh, yes absolutely even the great Kabbalist Abraham thousands of years ago in the Kabbalistic sources we from the Kabbalistic sources we know that he himself uh, uh, spread and taught some of the Kabbalistic wisdom to all kinds of uh, other people um, that then went to all kinds of places in the world and developed and took that took those those things and developed them into their own methods there's that too there's that's why there's a lot of Eastern teachings for example uh, that you can um, you can find many similarities between them and the wisdom of Kabbalah but the uniqueness of the wisdom of Kabbalah is this so in terms of the attitude I hope that's that's clear but the uniqueness of the wisdom of Kabbalah is this and look I'll just I'll just say it like that you know uh, uh, we're in this business like you and I for about 20 years right I I have not seen um, and uh, I have not seen uh, something that specifically deals with the system of Adam Rishon, that we, meaning the collective soul, the collective consciousness that we are, the collective vessel, uh, and details in, in huge precision over a few thousand pages exactly what that collective system goes through and how it um, uh, how it develops through all the 125 degrees of the vessel to to achieve what is called the final correction there is definitely there is definitely a way and especially more more so in the past i think uh to for individuals to kind of reduce their ego lower their ego um, uh, ignore their ego sometimes and even Kabbalists of the past even Kabbalists of the past would use some methods that had to do with uh, restricting the use of your ego uh, but but in our and in that and in that effort they would achieve some sort of equivalence some sort of um, some sort of resonance with the spiritual nature of the world but the general correction of the entire system of humanity only comes from groups of people that um, that can that that can undergo this correction of and make this correction of the collective human system and that is what Kabbalah is about that's the uniqueness of Kabbalah that's why Kabbalah was always practiced since the times of Abraham was always practiced in uh, in groups and this is the 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 that's why Kabbalah uncovers the development of all of humanity towards that goal that purpose that is unique to Kabbalah and um, uh, and I think that we, we tend to obviously emphasize that a lot because that's what we're coming from. We're experts in that, not in anything else. That's why the reason. But in terms of attitude, sure, I mean, if you like to do all kinds of other things and other 
stuff, you know, that's that's that. But just don't confuse it with Kabbalah. Don't, um, you know, don't say these things are the same. They're not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how clear was that, but uh, yeah. That was very clear to me. Hopefully it was clear to everyone else. Okay. That we, we also need to deal with uh, the mixing thing as well at another point because there's a whole... Uh, it really slows down the process and creates tons of confusion uh, from mixing. But let's keep there's. Oh wait, wait, wait! Questions. That's important. That's important. Maybe that's something. That's something we should say. You, you want to take a minute and say no, go, something go, about go it. Go for it. I would say this: if you want, forget Kabbalah, any kind of of uh, of system. If you want to develop in some profession, even right. And let's 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 separate for something. There's one thing to academically be able to understand many things, but we're talking about actually attainment of can these you so it's it's two different things. Yeah. One thing is to understand the year it developed, what part of the world it came from, you know, who were the people yes. involved. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what we're we're not interested in in an academic understanding of what's going on here. We want to attain this unity of all of all of reality. So that's that's what we're discussing. We're not here as scholars of yes, the wisdom of Kabbalah. This, this we're is here not as Kabbalah for Kabbalist. for academics. This is Kabbalah for practitioners. This is not some some uh, scholarly debate about about who what is a Kabbalah and where it comes from and what are other systems. This is uh, you know what what we what we represent is meth- a method an empirical method that people can directly experience for themselves now if you want to directly experience something and you need to develop new sensibilities new sensitivities new senses then you have to invest your focus has to be invested in something just like if you want to be a great musician or if you want to be a great pianist or a great guitar player i don't know you'd have to you'd have to focus on it and so can you can you drive two cars at the same time? You just can't. You just can't. And trying to become uh, uh, so so thinking that you know spirituality is just uh, or spiritual development is something that you can do with you know taking a little bit of here and a little bit of there and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I my recommendation is um, uh, that's not going to work for you. That's that's not just not going to work for you. Because we're not we're not built also to, to do it. If you want to academically, you know, again, just like intellectually understand this and understand that and understand that's great. Sure, why not? But if you really want to develop in something, you need focus. You need focus. That that's how it works. I I, uh, I think that is something so obvious with regards to human beings trying to develop and get better at and get good at and get and master anything, anything requires you to uh to focus so um yeah that, can that's, I ask you let's, one more? let's leave it at that since okay you're warmed up and, and on a roll yeah um yeah let's do it okay so debbie brady long time great transition friend hello debbie brady your dreams coach uh why has kabbalah and its studies been denied to women before now uh, um, yeah, that's that's kind of a misconception. I would say that we need to we do need to clarify. You're right. You're you're right that your Kabbalah has not been denied 
ever been denied uh, to to women. There were huge Kabbalistic, uh, huge female Kabbalists. They were on a level that Kabbalists refer to as prophecy. Um, um, and they are famous characters uh, in the in the in the process of the Kabbalists of the evolution of Kabbalah. Um, but um, but it's true that gradually in the general the, the global development of humanity, the the role of women is gradually developing. And in our time, big changes are happening in that regard, and that is reflected in the development of Kabbalah as well. First of all, men and women, they, they're, they're all parts, we're all parts of the shattered vessel, we're all parts of the system of Adam Rishon. Ultimately, there's no difference between us. But, but, as long as the correction process is happening, this thing that Seth was talking about in the beginning, how everything in our reality, everything in our perception comes from two opposite things. You cannot understand one without the other. You cannot perceive anything in reality without two opposites, whether it's light and darkness, ebb and flow, proton and electron, plus and minus, left and right, um, um, you know, expansion and contraction. Think about how inhale and exhale. Think about how our bodies work. Think about how life is created. Male and female ultimately are the two forces that two opposite forces that, in their uh, contrast and completion, they create the next level of life. It happens in the belly of stars. Uh, you know, billions of years ago that create the first. Um, uh, elements of, of the universe from which life more advanced levels of life are created it happens in the belly of every woman that that gives birth this is how nature creates life through the harmonious complementing complementary connection between those opposites plus and minus male and female therefore there is also a reflection of that in the development of humanity and in our spiritual development in fact what every person man or woman experiences in their spiritual development and again man or woman it doesn't matter whether i'm, I'm a man or a woman we all have these male and female forces within us and when you when you develop uh, spiritually, what you learn to do is to complement them, is to complete them. The female part of you is the part of the 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 part the quality of reception of the vessel. The male part of you is the quality of the screen. We call it in Kabbalah the intention, and together they make up a spiritual vessel. And you need both. And so there are different differences, and yet you need both. Now, man, just like in our world. In our physical perception, male and female have a different structure, right? As much as I want to, I cannot give birth. I do not have a uterus. I have a different kind of structure uh, that to what I identify as my body. There is no body. It's just a desire to receive that we are. Seth told, that, told us that in the beginning, right? So we actually have a different structure, a different structure that we work with to achieve correction. Because of that, the way we connect to the collective system is also somewhat different. 
but we connect in so this, but about, we, we all connect. The relevance, speak about yeah. the relevance of why particularly now right. uh, Kabbalah has grown in, in the, why, why the other half or the actually 51% the, of, of women mm-hmm. now are becoming so prominent in the wisdom of Kabbalah. The importance of women practicing Kabbalah en masse in our time has, has risen. And about that, Debbie, you're absolutely right in in pointing that out, and in seeing that, in also in in how uh, um, in how Kabbalah is spreading. And you're right, our uh, our our organization too, which is dedicated to sharing the authentic wisdom of Kabbalah, is seeing more and more interest uh, in in women, and also is becoming more and more uh, characterized by women. And that wasn't the case, you know, uh, 20 years ago. It was there was less of that. There was also less interest in in women, so it's true in that respect. It's true. Why is it like that? Because in our time, the global correction, the great transition, the last generation, however you want to call it, um, we really need to achieve balance between the female and the male uh, um, qualities of humanity on a global scale, and that's why the the spiritual importance of the role of women is so critically important that if 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 that part does not become more spiritually prominent in our time our world will be will continue to be a mess and we will see more violence and more war the quality that quality ultimately the quality of bina that's what the the you know the 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 nature of the woman slow, represents slow it down the quality the, of the quality of unconditional love no, no, and bestowal. Of, of, I just I want to make sure I want bina. Yeah, the what the the, the ultimately. You said it, but you said it so fast, and maybe people sorry maybe lost the word. The the yes, that quality of of bina we we call it in the wisdom of Kabbalah is um um has to rise in in mankind, and 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 that is also uh, reflected. In the way in which women can bring can bring that force into the world, can ref- let me ask you a can high, be a conduit you, for that balancing balancing force. Yeah, let me ask you a, a deeper uh, question about the wisdom of Kabbalah, since we just touched on it for a second. The qual the the male, if you just look at the anatomy, is a giving, right? It it gives the seed, and the female receives. So you have a the yes. male, and we also see that in the wisdom of Kabbalah that. All of the time, something that's uh, giving is referred to as he, and every time something re- is receiving, so all of humanity is referred to as as female. Yes, uh, we we are all force, fe- we are male, all females right? with respect to to the creator, the giving force of nature. Yes, right. So the question is this: the giving force is uh, so the female is is receiving force, right? But Bina, just just to go deep, uh, let's just do a quick deep dive mm-hmm. here. Bina is 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 the mother, is yeah. the female, is the is the um, is the definition of, of reception. She's female, but she's also the one who uh, who gives, who bestows. So, what yeah. is that 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 spe- that special thing called Bina that includes both reception and bestowal in it? Because she has chokhmah in her. 
and the Chokhmah is actually the... <laughs> Stay tuned uh, next week. We'll talk I, about, I, you know, I love this. <laughs> I love this. But I think this requires some prior... We, people, um, some four, we need to, to, to discuss the structure of the four phases of direct light for people to see how holistic is the structure that we're talking about. And that is the structure behind the, the development of everything, including all of humanity. Um, so I don't know if we can really clarify this one without okay, going, I'm, I'm, going deep. I don't know. Fair, fair, fair enough. Um, but it's enough to feel that there's a method here, that this isn't just two guys just talking about some uh, opinions about things, but that everything that we're mm-hmm. talking about here is based on this spiritual system, based on this spiritual method. That's where this comes yes. from. Okay. Next, are we moving to the next question? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was it last week? I don't remember. Bernardo Rojas asked, could the cycle of violence, I think he was talking about the war. We did a couple of shows on the war that's going on, be related to astronomy. Could the planets be messing with people's Ooh. sensibility? You, 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 you start on this one. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it's really clear that let, let's just take the closest planet to us, which would be the moon. Uh, our, our moon, not a planet. Our moon, uh, of course, affects all of the water on our planet. Uh, also, we are made of mostly water. Also, uh, women would menstruate when they lived, you know, not in cities and more, or animals, you know, a cat, for example, cats, they have a time of year when they are fertile and a time when they're not, they're not interested in making babies at the time that they're not, they have certain cycles. So we, we have the moon. Okay. We also have, uh, rhythms that come from the sun. Uh, is, is the sun what's called the circadian rhythm or is there circadian rhythm something else? I think that's from the sun. So the there, circadian there is a, rhythms is definitely an example of what okay, you're from talking the sun, about. Right? Absolutely. So there is a time where more cortisol is released in us. There is a time of day where more melatonin is secreted in us. There's a time of, you know, if melatonin was secreted at noon, it would be a problem. You know, when everyone's like in the middle of their work day or, or when the sun is high in the sky. No, as the sun goes down, another chemical begins to be released in us called melatonin. As this, And then we, you know, the body uh, temperature goes down, our blood pressure uh, goes down, and then the sun comes up and cortisol is released and our blood pressure increases, our alertness increases, our coordination, our re- reaction time increases. And that's just two celestial bodies out of billions upon billions. So every single star and planet has an effect on us. And not only that, you take a great soccer player. There's something in uh, my kids play uh, FIFA, the soccer video game. I'm familiar and I play it with my son a little bit. Here okay, so he I'm has a life, thing. There's, <laughs> it's not just yeah. to have a great player. Mm-hmm. There's also another rating that they have. It's called chemistry. So depending on oh, nice. which players, 
Yeah, yeah. So it's not. It's I really didn't go like, that deep. Okay. How good is it? But it's not <laughs> just that you you can put a bunch of great players on your team if they don't have the chemistry together. Nice. It doesn't work together. So you can think about it in terms of constellations, groups mm. of stars, groups of galaxies. That it's not just the force of one. Right, because one maybe have a pulling force, but if another one has another force that's attracting to it, it creates, you know, it creates, it, it wants to get away, and then the gravity pulls it back in, mm. and then you have all of these systems happening, and then these giant systems are all doing the same thing to each other. So it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, that we don't have any freedom of movement at all in this system. We are to the my most minute connection every single action movement that we do is completely coordinated yeah. with this system uh which I, of course comes from a spiritual system but with i i, I just uh, just to just to add to what you're saying i just did uh a, a recently uh a, a couple of explain simply session on on this phenomenon of spontaneous synchronization and it's interesting to see that the the experts who are researching this phenomenon of synchronization like how why do fireflies you know sync their flashes and why the circadian rhythms that you talked about how they you know how we're we're governed by some forces you know there's an internal clock in our brain that responds to the moon and the sun and and so on to light and lack thereof and all that um or, or even why metronomes when you put them on a moving platform they they sync up with each other so the people who are researching that from a scientific perspective from a mathematics perspective they're seeing that it's from the subatomic to the cosmic level it's everywhere it's on all level what where do they call that phenomenon they call it spontaneous synchronization um well, specifically, that is specifically one phenomenon. There's there's other things that it's it's interesting, especially you know uh, mathematicians, uh, network science, for example. They have an interesting perspective because they see laws, patterns that 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 happen across different levels of nature: biology, uh, biology, cosmology, psychology. You know, uh, they can see that. They can see patterns. Um, in in an in an interesting way anyways so just just to add to your point yeah it's all one gigantic system so where do we have any free choice then you got to have to uh you're going to have to um so if that's the case if everything we think feel and do is governed by the stars or whatever you know or it's governed by the system by by the cosmic uh uh system that we are in then what are we doing here so, then what's... so what, what, does, what do the Kabbalists mean when they say that the one who aims his desire straight towards that life mm -hmm. of lives, it's called that he is or she is above the stars and fortunes? There you go. There you go. And it's, it's such an interesting even expression, isn't it? That this, this quote, this Kabbalistic uh, statement comes from hundreds and maybe even thousands of years ago, this one specifically um um being above stars and fortunes that um it it just makes you you know you think about people 2000 years ago and what they understood and what they didn't understand about the world and then kabbalists from their spiritual attainment they see both the whole system and how it arranges life creates life and and decides and determines when we wake up and when we eat and what we do and what we think and what we feel 
and they also find how if how there's one route one path one uh like slit like run one hole through which you can uh rise above all those influences and take charge of your destiny so to speak um so, so meaning and, even though mm -hmm. my serotonin level may react at a certain when the sun is at a certain place in the sky and even though my blood pressure may be may react at a different place and even though a woman's uh, menstrual cycle may react a certain way our destiny once we once we enter into the spiritual perception our destiny our future our freedom is not tied to our animal existence we have left we have transitioned out of our material existence and we've entered we've crossed this barrier called the machsom and we've entered into a spiritual uh, a spiritual reality where we discover that we are beyond time we discover all of reality from one end of the world to the other above and we still eat at dinner time we still yeah, have the body and you can't change the whole system this is just you know we it's not like we can change the cosmos right that's clear to us in the same way we can't change where what is the goal that nature has set for its created beings we just can't you can't you're just you're a created being the system nature created you and not the other way around and nature is leading us to a certain goal that we did not determine this is just something that you know kabbalistically you just recognize it you you understand it you start seeing it what you can change is how you relate to that how there is a free conscious point yes of observation and uh, uh experience and it turns out so so it's like this law of synchronization right like if you put metronomes on a moving plate so they can they can influence each other through weak interactions they can they will ultimately sync up you cannot that's the law of nature we didn't determine that we reveal that we see it if fireflies achieve a certain density in their in their group they start flashing together to attract the female you know the the moon um locks reaches synchronous lock with the earth so that we it it spins around it's it's it rotates around itself exactly one uh one time as it orbits the earth and that's why we see just one side of the moon right the the this these are nature's laws and we can't do anything about them but as a human because we are highly conscious beings what we're able to do is embrace this law of synchronization come into balance with it consciously and thereby rise above it's above the limitations that we feel right now so it's not gonna just happen over time until we synchronize we will go above time with our consciousness and move towards synchronization towards unity towards connection which is this is where nature is pushing all of its all of its elements completion harmony that's where it's going if we move towards that then we rise above 
the the boundaries of time. Barasulam calls it rising. A man was given the ability to rise above the chains of time, and so that's that's really what's what's so fascinating about this. Anyway, do we? Uh, what do you say? Do we? Can we take one more? Uh, what's our? Uh, we don't we're, have enough we're time. At, uh, Three p.m. The, Eastern here, man. It's true. So how would you? Um, I mean, clearly there's a bunch more great questions and comments that that friends have sent, uh, and we didn't get get to them. So let's just be honest about that. We, uh, you know, what can we do? We did we cover some, but about two to three minutes per question, and I've got a huge list here. Huge yeah. Of questions. So. Um, I don't know. Let's 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 ask our friends. Then tell us what what do you guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what do you what would you like? Uh, would you like us to do more of uh, of these sessions? Um, tell us. Tell us if you have any more suggestions, ideas, thoughts in the chat. We will look through and uh, and uh, try our best to uh, to make these sessions best for everyone. Say something All right. to, 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 Chris, to wrap up. I hope you're good out there. I didn't see you uh, holding court in the in the chat, but uh, I hope everything is going well out there with the family. Yeah. Asaf, I love listening to you. I am so grateful to have a friend like you. Everybody who's here with us, thank you so much for being here with us. It is great to go through this process together. Yes, thank you, everyone. Uh, we will be... We will be here next Tuesday, uh, next Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern at the Great Transition. And we are checking those chats for questions, comments. So let us know how you're feeling about what's going on here. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. And we need you to know